Well, hello there, Traveller. Coming in from the cold. We've got a nice warm fire going. Welcome to Hearth and Tome Tavern. Can I pour you a cup of something? We've also got some wonderful books here, if you're interested. After all, there's nothing better than curling up by the fire with a hot drink and a good book. It's true. We have been reading some great books lately. So why don't we have a seat and let us tell you all about them? And welcome to the Hearth and Tome podcast, a monthly book club hosted by me, Eve Handyside, I go by any pronouns. And me, Phoenix Arden, I use they, them pronouns. Welcome back to the, the, the Hearth and Tome Tavern. This month we're discussing Camp Damascus by Chuck Tingle. So let's jump right in. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> we're back. In... But yeah, we're here to talk about the lovely new book Ch- by Chuck Tingle. I, I don't know if I'd first... use the word lovely. <laughs> I don't know if lovely is the correct word here either. But like, not, you know, um, kind of like internet meme porn. <laughs> this is true. That he's used to. This is his first so... traditionally published book. Yeah, which is really exciting. It's a horror we're so I'm so excited to talk about this. Yeah. I love this. I love. We've this. been looking forward to this one so, for quite so some time. Yeah, but anyway, we should probably say what the book is about. Um, the book is about our main character Rose Darling, mm-hmm. who um, hears stories about this place called Camp Damascus, and this conversion camp in America that seems to have a hundred percent success rate, which is a bit sketchy. Yeah. Because how the hell are they doing it? Um, so it's about her going on a journey, finding out more about this camp and just the people that surround it, and it's fantastic. Yeah, she uh, she notices that that she keeps coughing up swarms of flies. of flies, yeah. um, and so she you know tries to to investigate why this is happening to her, and eventually you know things one thing leads to another and she she ends up having to investigate camp damascus a little bit closer than she normally has yeah more than she probably wants to and then yes stuff goes down stuff definitely goes down (laughs) as normal we're using the copile system if you don't know the copile system um yes it was created by book roast on youtube um and basically it's just a way of of reviewing a book by breaking it down into seven different categories, which are characters, atmosphere and world building, writing style, plot, intrigue, logic, and enjoyment. And then you give it a score out of 10 for each of those categories. You add them all up, you divide by seven, and you get your overall score for the book. Woohoo! And this is my highest. I'm very, I'm very proud to say that. <laughs> it's, it's not my highest, um, but it is, it is... The second highest of the episodes we've recorded so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's close. Very close. So what 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 did you give it overall out of ten? Eve? I gave it an eight point two. Oh, we are we are so close. Right. Uh, I gave it an eight point six. Oh my gosh, we're so close. I we both loved it. Had a moment where I thought you were going to say eight point six, and I was like, <gasps> and then you didn't. So oh, a bit sorry, disappointed, sorry. Oh, but you know what? Let's, let's go back. Let's re-record it. I gave it <laughs> an eight point six. <laughs> No way! Wow! What a, what a coincidence! What a 
Yeah, I think it's uh, safe to say we both quite enjoyed this I book. I love this book. It was so fun. Oh my gosh. It's it's a real good one. Um, it is. Yeah. Once again, we'll say spoiler warning for the rest of this episode because it will contain heavy spoilers because we're going in depth yeah. about everything concerning this book. So if you haven't read it, go away. <laughs> yeah. Please. Pause the episode. Read it. Read the Come book. Come back. Come back. That's what we always like to say. Yeah. It isn't that long it's like just over 300 yeah. pages i think so, it'll take you a couple you know. hours and it is quite difficult to put down yes i struggled with that as well mm. i uh yeah <laughs> anyway should we head it right out let's start right out and go right into characters yeah. let's yeah um i gave it an eight out of ten for characters i give it a seven so there we go um i really liked Rose. I loved her. She was so I think cute. that that um she's really she's a really good like protagonist. She's a really good main character. Mm-hmm. Um she's got like she's she's autistic and written really well mm-hmm. because Chuck Tingle is also autistic. Mm-hmm. Um and uh she is believably um naive about the behaviour of like the the ultra christian uh church that she and her family are a part of that like is just sort of like most people in her town are in some way part of the church and it is entirely believable how much she just sort of accepts that Mm -hmm. uh, to begin with at least so i i really liked rose very strong main character i loved her to death i loved i adored the autistic representation because there was a point that um, in the book quite later on where she um, has note cards of things she can say or how she plots everything out in her head is by making these little note cards so she can communicate with others and I thought that was the cutest thing ever and so accurate (laughs) I was like oh my god that's it's perfect and her um, hyper fixations on finding out more stuff and the kind of like um, deep diving into different things but like when her friend dies she just categorizes lots of death things which is so fun and I mm. loved her to death I did have a couple gripes with her friend and her girlfriend <laughs> I will yes. say that Saul <laughs> this is Willow. this is why it was only quote unquote only an eight, only an eight. Um, it felt like the side characters just sort of were, were there yeah yeah, I. Uh, they just they just lacked, you know, character development. That oomph, like, because yeah. Willow, I feel, didn't have much of a personality, other than being the girlfriend, which is fine. But like, not a lot of focus was put on her. She was not there for most of the book. Fair enough. She's only there for like fifty pages, fifty, sixty. Yeah. So like, fair Something enough. Like that. She's there for like the last sort of third yeah. of the book. And but really there for the last maybe quarter. <laughs> and you don't really grasp who she is as a person for that amount of yeah, time. Yeah, like there's, there's, there's bits of personality yeah. there, but it just, it, it felt like all of the character had gone into roles yeah. and most of the side characters just didn't, mm-hmm. didn't seem like they were much of, of anything. Mm-hmm. Similar, which is a bit of a shame. Similar case with Saul as well, because I was like, "Where, mm. where is your?" Because I would, 
he always mentioned this other person that he was attracted to, right? Or like yep. he possibly had a boyfriend. We never really uh-huh. got to hear more about that. Mm-hmm. Is he dead? Is he at the camp? Is he that boy in the woods who was really creepy? And I love them. <laughs> but yeah, I would have liked Yeah, to... it just sort of, um, bits just sort of disappeared from yeah. from that, which is just a bit of a shame. I've loved that. But... And it wouldn't have taken much to give them more. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I, I did feel like the... Rose is a, is a strong character, mm-hmm. but everybody else is not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could have been hit more hard, like even interactions with her. And her, I will say this: her parents are done very well. Rose's mm. parents, mm-hmm. they are done extremely, extremely well. I was um, kind of scared of them, uh-huh. mainly of her father. The man seems yep. uh, incredibly worrying. Uh huh. He's a ghastly, yeah, no, are... horrible man who took her. They door. are sufficiently like he's particularly creepy, mm-hmm. and the mum is very. Uh, like every so often she'll help Rose when she quote unquote shouldn't according to her husband mm-hmm. um, but she only ever does it in secret she would never stand up to her husband or anything like that which again feels very realistic yeah. so the parents were done well um, but yeah it was it was Saul and Willow for me that really just yeah. brought it down yeah, I love that. Uh, the, the like um the, the the bad guys. The bad guys. So the the pastor and the therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, Love the again, like they both sort of lacked like proper development. Mm-hmm. Like they just we are just flat out told basically that their their motives are just that they don't like gay people. Yeah. Which is like fine, but also like you know, give us more. Could do with a bit of a bit of a bit of spice, a bit of personality there. Yeah. But I do think they were both sufficiently like creepy yeah and worked really well especially at the end where mm-hmm. is it the therapist that follows them down yeah. and with uh-huh. that whole scene with the flies is horrifying yeah really well done would like to see more of a kind of like oomph when it comes to like um the motivation of him. yeah just like a little bit more there yeah. would have been nice mm-hmm. but yeah that's i mean that said they're far from atrocious yeah. characters. I, I still thought they were they were good at what they, I think, good at what they are yeah. is not like a great way to phrase this, but like good at um syncing the story together, and they were good in supporting Rose, well the the, uh-huh. the friends were, not the other people. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Her, they were sufficiently creepy. I think they they did they, they did your job, and you know Rose is perfect. I love her. <laughs> mm. I thought she was great. Uh, so we should we move on to atmosphere. to atmosphere? Yeah. So what did what did you what did you give it? I gave atmosphere an eight. I gave it a ten. Ah, I I loved, <laughs> loved the atmosphere. <laughs> I think the the it really really well fits the like um the particularly all the stuff about guilt mm-hmm. <laughs> was really well done it feels Strange. very very spooky mm-hmm. obviously and creepy um but it's not just the like outright horror bits that are creepy mm-hmm. all of the all of the stuff about the church that's very sort of culty uh-huh. is creepy because it 
it's creepy because it's realistic, yeah. right? Like, it's creepy because there are churches like that. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the stuff about the demons is creepy because demons are creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I feel like it absolutely just nailed nailed the vibe. It really, really did. It was, even in the first page, you could tell it was a really good atmosphere, mainly because of the, like, your shadows missing. Because, like, Martina uh-huh. says that your shadow's missing. And I was like, that immediately was like, oh my god, that's creepy. It's going to be creepy. <laughs> There's something yeah. missing from this girl, and it's kind of fun because they try and explain it in kind of pleasant way. But then, ooh, no, wait a minute. There's things later on that will make you ooh, pick apart. Yeah. Um, just her home being so kind of like I don't want to say like it's kind of like a Barbie doll situation where everyone's trying to be this posed perfect version. Uh huh. And uh-huh. it's a bit weird, like the gaslighting and. All of that, the door suddenly going missing. Her thinking there was yep. a door there, but there isn't. And it's... Oh. And then, you know, the way they describe how the flies come out of her mouth is just... Oh, it's so creepy. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved that. The, the atmosphere is, like, is just... Is really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely think that the whole, like, ultra-Christian town where most people go to the church and the people who don't Mm -hmm. they aren't like shunned Mm -hmm. but repeatedly they are described as like the non-believers the unbelievers like Mm -hmm. um that feels very realistic the the behavior of the children who do go to the church and how they like act differently from the 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 ones who don't Mm -hmm. is is it's good talking um, about like parties like of se- separating between the schools of the people who are in the church yeah. and the people who aren't and like the intermingling of one of the uh, the first party that they go to is like you can tell they're very very different like they, she does she's never watched peter pan because it's got magic in it yeah like, that is uh-huh. just it, little bits like that they're just so so good yeah, because it's 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 again like that stuff is stuff that is very realistic, mm-hmm. right? There are lots of, there were lots of um, Christian conservatives in the U.S. in the early two thousands who refused to let their children have anything to do with like Harry Potter because yeah. it was about magic. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like now I would refuse to let my children have anything to do with <laughs> Harry Potter, but that's for different, different reasons. reasons. Um, so like it it really really does like get that like religious trauma yeah absolutely <laughs> perfect the re- perfectly done the religious trauma is just like defining factor and it's just so well done you can see everything mm. all these little hints about it and it's just let's go on to writing style <laughs> <laughs> let's let's <laughs> uh writing style i gave it a nine i gave it a seven. Oh my gosh this is actually my lowest score. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which is interesting. Obviously, uh, I thought that the the autism rep is really well written. Yeah. Apart from that, I felt like a lot of the writing style was kind of fine. Yeah. I agree. Um, it felt kind of simple yeah. in places, which is fine. I don't think it was bad. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it was particularly good. Not excellent. It could have been taken to another level, but um, I think it was because they've kept most of this large description of the creepy stuff till the ending. 
and not mm. really throughout. Like uh, when she first yeah. initially throws up flies, then it's kind of creepy. But then every other occurrence that she does it is really kind of like passed over. <laughs> or yeah. the kind of I want more body horror. That would have been really great. That would have been great. Um, um, I feel like because it's 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 kind of slow pacing, kind yes, of. Yes, it is. And I feel like that works because it it does a good job of building the the creepiness, mm-hmm. right? Like it like the creepy factor really does just build and build and build up to a certain point, which is ideal. Mm-hmm. But it definitely does mean that the last quarter or so of the book felt a lot better than the rest of the book yeah I it was a very slow trudge to that like last 100 pages yeah like um, everything where she's at Saul's house I wanted to skip over I was just like, yeah there was a lot of like sort of nothing there yeah. uh, and it just felt like there were point, parts where the writing could have just been tightened up a little bit to or like some scenes cut, and I think they did cut some scenes because it was like they they just glanced around like they bonded by doing this at Saul's house. Great. Ah. Uh-huh. Why? Why do we need to know? Just hurry it up, please. <laughs> the pacing could have been a bit faster. Yeah. Yeah. Or like another major event in the middle would have been great. I did severely like I like I like the instances with the demons, but I think they should have been probably more mm. of a threat. Because they were, I think, for how big a threat they were, in the middle they weren't really that huge. <laughs> yeah, like, quite early on in the book, a demon kills somebody. Yeah. And then, like, obviously, you know, the the, the people of the town are very deliberately ignoring that sort of stuff, right? Because they, you know, that's the whole vibe, is that it's all very secretive and they don't want people to know that they've got demons following them. Right, because this is the whole the whole thing. I guess we haven't actually explained this part, but the whole thing is that uh, people who go to Camp Damascus to get like conversion therapy, what they do is they basically just like attach a demon to the queer people, so that any time they feel any like queer feelings, the demon comes for them, mm-hmm. appears and um, torments them. Yeah, and like can hurt them. Mm-hmm. As well, because at one point it like breaks a finger or something, right? Yeah. Like her demon breaks one of her fingers or something. And then, um, slowly but it up. feels it does feel weird because fairly early on she has this crush on this other girl, and the demon kills the other girl, and that makes the demon feel really threatening. But then for a while after that, the demons don't feel as threatening. Yeah, because the demons aren't as this this the same <laughs> threat level because they don't kill anyone after that. Which I feel is a bit weird. Or, like, the car crash scene, they didn't really... Um, they just stood in front of the car to make her swerve, from what I remember. Yeah. So, like, I was just like, could it not yeah. have, like, caused something? Or, like, appeared in the car and, like, caused her to... Die, like, really, really badly injured her or something? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But and it just felt for not a lot of a threat for, like, a lot of it. Yeah. So I think there's just and there's just I think it's one of those things like that again, this is his first traditionally published, traditionally edited yeah. book. So I know he's got a, a deal for another one yeah. through the same publisher. 
uh, I think it's called like Bury Your Gaze or something like that. Okay. Um. So. I feel like that's part of it, yeah. right? Is that his writing style will just improve. It will improve. And the more he has like a formal editor yeah. helping. Yeah. Exactly. I don't I don't think any like details mm-hmm. have been put out yet as far as I'm aware. Okay. Um but it is called or at one point was going to be called Bury Your Gaze. Fun. So we'll see. Okay. Um anything else to say about writing style? Uh, I don't think so. Cool. We've sort of we've sort of slid into plot anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I gave it an eight. I gave it an plot. eight as well. Ah, ah nice. Snappies. <laughs> the plot was fine. <laughs> yeah, I felt like the the like um if 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 demons were real uh-huh. I feel like there would absolutely be some Christian conversion camp that would be like, hey, let's attach demons to gay people to make them stop being gay. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that feels like something that would that would absolutely happen, weirdly enough. So I feel like on on a from a plot point of view, it felt like a a believable low fantasy plot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like I can definitely see it happening as well, because like if this could happen in real life, there would probably be people who mm-hmm. would try it, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, same thing with the flies, I'm unsure, but the definitely the demon attaching kind of thing would definitely, yeah. definitely work. Um, I yeah. do feel, though, like it kind of felt a bit cut short at the end, like the very end. It just sort yeah. of stops, which... Mm-hmm. I would have liked like an epilogue or something because it just yeah. sort of stops because they set fire to the camp and that's it and they see yeah. the camp burning and they're leaving and that's yeah. it I'm just like but where did they go because obviously they can't stay in the town yeah anymore. I just would have liked an epilogue where it's like it talks about I don't know like uh, Rose and Willow being happy together somewhere and Saul meeting his guy Again, like yeah. something like that would have like, been great. Or like catching like a bus to another town yeah. and person. It could have been like a whole little ending clip. That would have been really, really yeah. cute, but no. Yeah. That it, I would have appreciated that in the ending. Yeah. Um, for sure. Um I really liked though the a- whole thing about how uh every time the demons appear it all gets cold and they work out that that's because yeah. like hell is actually cold. And cold. where, where or yeah. hell, where the the place where demons come mm-hmm. from, is cold, and um, mm-hmm. this whole thing about how like uh, the church for like for forever has like covered that up by making it this place of flames and stuff, so that people don't mm-hmm. notice that they're being demon possessed, which is kind of yeah. cool. <laughs> Because um, one of the major plot points was when she kills a demon and it's actually being yeah. hurt by fire, which is such a fun idea because they just had no idea that hell's actually really cold because um, it's meant to be ice when uh, hell freezes over yeah. or whatever it's the same. Because it's meant to be Baltic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's like that's that's the whole thing, isn't it? It's like, um, exactly, yeah. it's so that people, queer people who have these demons attached to them, 
don't think to try and use fire against them because that is their weakness yeah which is just it's really clever because there's all that symbolism of like um hellspawn being like erupted into flames there's satan's red and stuff so like obviously they're made of fire fire can't hurt them yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i i really loved the i really loved the fight scene Uh uh-huh and um when they're killing the demon and it kind of kind of like Mm. ceases is kind of really really creepy or saul's standoff yeah that was so such I, I a liked good scene that you cause... just sort of see it from afar, right? Because Rose is Rose is inside. Yeah. She's like, I'm just gonna leave him to this because that's what like that's what he needs. Yeah. And she's just watching, and he it's just like... walks up to the demon and flamethrowers it, and that's incredible. Yeah, it's a very personal kind of battle uh, for it him. Is. It's it's so it's really well so cool. I love that. Yeah, overcoming your demon. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally is i like how the the like um the tagline above the blurb on the back of the book is Mm -hmm. love is real demons are real kill the demons and that is exactly it's just yeah it's good Mm -hmm. i loved i love that stuff perfect summary of the book yeah um i do think the plot lacks something there's something missing yes and i don't know if that is just something more to do with the demons or something more to do with the camp. I wish they were at the camp more. That would have been yeah. fun. Or like she'd been sent back to the camp or something by her parents. Or something in the middle to break it uh-huh. or like cause uh-huh. more tension. Because her just running away finding Saul, Saul letting her stay is a bit convenient for my liking. Yeah, I know what you mean. But, yeah. So like something else to spice mm. up the middle bit yeah. would have been great. Love the ending. The ending scene's great. More Willow would have... I know I've said this, <laughs> more, more Willow in the middle. Like, we just see her really briefly when she goes up. She sees her in the car, walks up to her, says hi, yep. she yells at her. Great. Why Why not have her, like, follow her around or something? Why not have Rose... Like, yeah, just something more. Can... Yeah. Yeah, something... Or, like, have a... Have Rose know about this. Have a group of... Like, to meet up with full of, like demon attached queer people to meet up with i don't know something something yeah. in there <laughs> uh should we should we move on to to intrigue yeah uh, i gave it a nine i gave it an eight oh. so <laughs> we had we had one where we matched um never again <laughs> it it hooked me like mm-hmm. i like i said like i i struggled to put it down at points um, yeah. Except for when it was dark, because then I found it really easy to put down because it was too <laughs> creepy. <laughs> um, Can't deal with the the inside flies yeah, <laughs> in your guts yeah, as you try and go to bed. Uh, yeah, it hooked me really well. Rashid in the corner. Um, <laughs> yeah. It just uh, again it it drops a point because the ending is just so abrupt. Abrupt. Yeah. And I I I literally was like, oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I got to the end and I was Weird. like, "Oh, there's not an epilogue or something. It just stops." So it it did lose a point for that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, similarly, I couldn't put it down. Read it over two days. It was fantastic. Um, it purely an eight because I put it down at like 150 pages because I got really bored. 
Because, because, just because, I'm sorry, Saul, but you're boring. Yeah, that that whole middle section just definitely needed something to yeah it up a bit. Oomph. Yeah, because just talking about your cars, not entertaining. <laughs> um, or like your mechanics and stuff. Great to know you've got a hobby, but like something more, please. But yeah, I read it over two days. The middle's a push. That's purely why it's an eight. Yeah. Nothing more, nothing less. It's just. Yeah. Uh, logic, then. Logic. Uh, I give it a 9. I give it a 10. <laughs> um, I think it was, uh, like, there's not gaping plot holes, right? Like, all of the mm-hmm. stuff with the demons is explained. Yeah. Um, like, the the whole, like, the, the point where Rose is in the hospital and she sort of works out that um, the demon comes closer to her when she's, like, thinking gay thoughts and looking at sexy women. Yes. Um, <laughs> that, like, like that is a consistent thing that happens throughout the book, and uh, the whole thing with fire is a consistent thing that happens. So I feel like the, yeah. the, like, the rules of the demons were, were, quite, were quite consistent, and that, I liked that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also feel like the like so the ending, um, they mm-hmm. kill, well, a, a bunch of flies kill the therapist guy, mm-hmm. um, and the pastor guy dies as well, doesn't he? I can't remember. Yeah. Um, I think he does. Okay. But like they get out of this creepy <laughs> underground place where there's a portal to, uh, demon land, <laughs> I guess. Yes. And um. Then it's like they get up into the the main camp and it's like it's chaos because there's there's uh, the pastor is still there and there's like all of the people who work at the camp and then there's like all these queer people who are you know being converted at the camp and then there's all these demons and it's mm-hmm. it's chaos and they notice quite quickly or Rose notices that the demons aren't going after the queer kids. They're going after the people who were like f- forcibly holding them captive, and I yeah. think that was really well done and feels very much in keeping with how the demons have acted throughout the whole rest of the thing. Is that the demons do what they do because they are forced to do so by the pastor mm-hmm. and the people he's working mm-hmm. with? In um, a way, they're also being hostage. Exactly, like in this situation, they are being like made into sort of slaves to him yeah. and so uh the the demons once they have an opportunity they're like well obviously we're gonna turn against our captors and i really yeah i really liked that i think that was really well done it, it felt logical to the demons yeah. that they wouldn't be like okay we'll keep torturing these gay people for no reason <laughs> yeah We'll just continue to go with these pastors who've been making us do these horrible things for quite a long time. Mm. Yes, <laughs> no, they're gonna murder them, which I loved. That yeah. was so cool. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm the same with um, everything you just said about the demons. They were so well done with um, the whole turning against their captors. It was really, really interesting. Yeah. I, I do think that the flies were a bit overlooked for quite a while. Yes. I got really confused about them and it didn't really wrap up until the last 20 pages of when it kind of decided that this was how 
they kept them captive was the stuff that they produced or something uh-huh. or how they tethered them to them very interesting I think I want a little bit more explanation because I was a bit confused mm-hmm. but that's just me because I don't understand insects but <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. But it was just kind of a mesmerizing demon whole thing was so, so well done and wrapped up. Like yeah. the whole procedure when mm. they did, when they showed that Rose remembers the procedure and it's like a portal opens up and she's being like tethered to it like via that. That was so cool how they did that, how they described that. That was, yeah. that was so fun. And that's the one of the first things she remembers as well. Mm-hmm. And she's like so confused. She's like, I never went there, but what is this? And like her dad was there. Oh my gosh, that was. It was very jarring, and mm. it was so cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah. I, I agree with what with what you say about the flies, where it feels mm-hmm. like the first time it happens, obviously it like freaks her mm-hmm. out, and then after that she's just like, and then I coughed up some flies again. Yeah. Which like, like I feel like no matter how many times I cough up a, a shit ton of flies, it's always would it would freak me out consistently. Yeah, because <laughs> like that's not meant to be in there. It's gonna creep. Yeah. <laughs> but I but I I did love that that they the flies did also eat the pastor. That that was that just I the therapist. The Wait, the therapist. Thank you. To, <laughs> round off the the flies but still i want more description of you know the the vomiting up vomiting up live insects yeah um because that's just like the strangest stuff ever and you and like you never see saul or willow do it from what i remember it's only ever rose who throws them up yeah so i would have kind of liked to see them like like willow sees her Mm -hmm. and then throws up uh, uncontrollably because you know yeah because willow remembers their relationship better than rose does yeah although to be fair they 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 meet one time and willow is like mm-hmm. go the fuck away and then mm-hmm. immediately after that it's ha- it's willow's demon that rose kills in the car yeah willow's demon is the first one to die mm-hmm. um so I guess after that point willow presumably wouldn't keep throwing up flies because she's not got the demon oh, presumably yeah that that's that's a good show <laughs> but even then like it would have been interesting if during that first meeting like mm-hmm. she'd she'd coughed up some flies or something yeah so rules like, could be like oh something's happening here <laughs> yeah there's something there's some in, like connection between me and this person mm-hmm, would mm-hmm. have been interesting yeah uh so i guess enjoyment then enjoyment how are we already i know i feel like we've blasted through this one yeah (laughs) i have wow i loved this book i gave it a nine i gave it an eight see (laughs) Um, yeah it's a really good read it's such it's so fun a little horror novel about gay conversion camp run by culty christians Mm -hmm. like that is just it's just such a fun premise (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's such a fun premise, guys. Um, Conversion like, therapy. It's fun. <laughs> but it's, it's such... it. It's so surprising how good it was. Well, not really surprising. I was looking forward to mm. this for months since it was announced. I was so <laughs> excited. And it semi-lived up to my high expectations of it. I think that was the thing for me, is that at points it just felt like a 
bit of a letdown. I will say that. I I think we... Like, especially because it's literally called Camp Damascus, but then the conversion camp is only sort of a minor part of it, Mm -hmm. in a certain sense, and yeah... There's just a few things that I would have liked. I've seen more of. Absolutely improved on. Because yeah. um, once again, as also like more time at the camp would have been appreciated, but it's probably because we probably hyped up so much in our heads that um, <laughs> that is probably why it was a yeah. little bit of a letdown. Still, really enjoyed it, but um, little, oh yeah, I. It's wholehearted enjoyment, but a little bit more would have been would have been great. Because like when shit hits the yeah. fan, she kind of accepts it really, really quick. She's like, "Cool, I'll leave my parents." Because, mm-hmm. but you know, leave my parents, go here. But like, I want to see more of that inner turmoil. Like she did have turmoil, but like yeah. As much as she loved her parents and her religion at the start of the novel. For her to immediately go, yep, let's leave. I would have. It does seem like she drops yeah. it all quite quick, and that's probably my biggest gripe. But like, yeah, I, or that and the closure thing at the end. But it's it it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that could have been a, a more interesting yeah. middle section. Would be to show more yeah. of her struggling with what mm-hmm. to believe anymore. Instead of what we get, which is like, uh, now I'm done with Christianity. <laughs> which, but like, mm-hmm. as as somebody who was raised in a mm-hmm. Christian household, it's it's it not as easy as just being like, no. okay, I'm done. There's a lot of a lot of stuff yeah. that you work through, and it feels like Rose just yeah. sort of skips all that. I like, I they Saul does have a conversation about how he's still religious, and I like that, but I want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked that part. I would have liked more yeah. of that sort of stuff where she's talking about why she's not and he talks about why he is. And it's it alludes to those yeah. conversations happening, but I would have liked yeah, to have absolutely. seen them. Because the, the it's right there. You can talk about it. It would have been great. And it would have, you know, caused more of that tension and that kind of, like, bonding between them as well. Yeah. Why don't we do... We'll jump into some recommendations of you like this book. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. I've got a few. I've got a few as well. I've got three. I've got. I've also got three. I hope we haven't got the same. Oh, fantastic. Three. <laughs> I feel like we've got one. There's the there's same. one I think that I I'm like I wouldn't be surprised if you have this. If we have it down, yeah. Uh, okay. It's one I read recently. Yeah. Interesting. That. Is it is yeah, it one that okay. I recommended to you and read ages ago? Yeah. yeah. Maybe <laughs> it was the first one I thought of. You too. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that would be Hell Followed With Us. Hell Followed With Us. By Andrew Joseph White. <laughs> um, yeah. It's Hell Followed incredible. With us. It is body horror. It is also mm-hmm. about, like, culty Christianity um, mm-hmm. and queer kids and how queer kids are always on the, the shitty end of culty Christianity yep. and bigotry and all that mm-hmm. crap. Um, All that jazz. But it was a little bit better than this. <laughs> yeah. Um, it different. Had but, that je ne sais quoi. But, but yeah. <laughs> it, um, it had go read that it. really kind of like in depth relationship stuff mm-hmm. that this book was kind of missing. Yeah. Um, and, and again, romance. <laughs> one of the main characters in that is autistic. Mm-hmm. 
and it's done also fantastically well. Yeah, because again, the author also autistic. Yeah. So, um, well, hey. <laughs> yeah, Hell Followed With Us was my my book of the year last year uh, for twenty twenty two. With good reason. Probably gonna be. <laughs> it's probably gonna be in my top ten this year as well. Cause it's good. It's so damn good. Yeah. Like it. It physically made me kind of like. Not like gag, but kind of like creep out. Oh yeah, um, tense body horror. It's and, so- uh, Andrew Joseph White's body horror is like top tier. Top tier. Uh, he's got a new one coming that apparently is even worse. So I'm kind of looking oh, forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what okay, um, what other what other recommendations do you have, Eve? I have. Uh, it's a short novella called "The Salt Grows Heavy" by Cassandra No. Is it No? It's uh, a plague doctor and a mermaid who um, run off together, basically. She's just escaped her... Well, I think it's insinuated that she's killed her abusive husband. Um, And they go away together and they're just trying to get away from her kingdom and they find themselves kind of, like, inducted into this cult. And it's very body horror, like... They see it's children, basically, and, and these three guys who run it. Mm-hmm. And it's all about immortality. Um, and it's it's really creepy because there's a lot of human sacrifices kind of vibes. Um, and it's always the kids. Mm-hmm. But the kids are like, yeah, this is totally normal. <laughs> no, it's not. And it's all about them. And it's only 120 pages. It's fantastic. Oh. It's so creepy. And... The main character is a mermaid. They're not a mermaid. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. They're not. Dun, dun, dun. And they're just, they're so creepy. <laughs> they're so horribly creepy. Interesting. It's so fun. Um, and it's a gorgeous cover. It's gorgeous. Oh. To be fair, uh, this also has an incredible cover, Cap Damascus. Mm, it does. It's beautiful. And Hell Followed With Us also has an incredible cover, so... <laughs> Gorgeous. Why do horror always get the best covers? <laughs> Damn. Unless it's like a house on a hill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Majority sometimes. Um, sticking with the 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 nautical theme, uh, one of my <laughs> recommendations is "Our Wives Under the Sea" by by Julia Armfield, which is a it's like body horror vibe. It's um, the main character. Her wife was on a on a deep sea research mission where there were three of them in this like deep sea capsule thing and they get stuck at the bottom of the sea and then one of them uh like (laughs) goes out of like opens the airlock and 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 goes out into the sea and Mm -hmm. presumably dies and then the other two resurface but they come back weird um and so the main character like her wife is progressively like acting stranger and stranger and like keeps wanting to get into water and spends all of her time in the bath and it's really creepy ocean horror um yeah it's 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 great vibes and it's also quite short it's like 230 pages or something like that um very good would definitely recommend (laughs) also gorgeous I, I oh, yeah, also has quite a good cover. <laughs> this is not nautical. <laughs> this is quite far. Um, there's another podcast uh, called Welcome to Night Vale, 
who also have a book called Welcome to Night Vale, and it's fantastic. It's cozy horror, um, all about um, a radio station in this kind of town that is creepy, and the government controls everything, and there's a park that doesn't exist, and there's houses with a woman in it that doesn't exist, um, and there's a scientist whose oh. job is scientist, like Ken is beach. <laughs> Ken's exactly. job is beach. And it's just so funny, and um, it's a horror book, but it's just hilarious. It doesn't make sense. It's so fun. <laughs> it's by Joseph Fink and Jeffrey Craner, uh, who also did the podcast, which is still going. It's been going for like 10 years. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a, it's a long haul one. It's fantastic. Go read, go read that. And it's plus it's four, four or five books as well. So you've got you've got continuous content from them and and years and years worth of podcasts. Exactly. <laughs> I'm barely halfway. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> um, weirdly enough, <laughs> my last recommendation also has a Barbie connection. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> um. <laughs> this this shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody, mm-hmm. but the Locked Tim books by Thames and yeah. Muir, uh, they have different horror vibes in each one, mm-hmm. but they also have a lot of like Christian related image imagery Absolutely. and names and references, um, and uh, a character who is described as as looking like uh, Barbie. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, so <laughs> the Lock Tomb. If you like horror but not a lot of horror, then the Lock Tomb is good because yeah. it's 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 fairly minimal horror, yeah. but it is it is definitely creepy vibes. It's mainly all mind stuff, I'd say. Mind fuckery. Yes. Kind of. Mind fuckery. Yeah. It's so yeah. good, and the fourth book is coming out eventually. <laughs> some point, <laughs> some please. Point. We say this every podcast. <laughs> Please yep. give it to us. And we're going to keep saying it until it happens. Yeah, exactly. Until we have it in our hands. Um, but yeah, I completely agree. It's perfect. Perfect novel. Thank you for joining us here at the Tavern. Phoenix, where can our listeners find you outside the podcast? So, I am on Twitter, I am on Instagram, and I am on Threads, <laughs> which is Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> and I haven't actually used it very nice. much yet. Uh, I'm on all three as at beans and fungi, and that's that's where you can find me. Yeah. It's super duper simple. What about you, Eve? Where can they find you? Uh, similar vein. I'm on Twitter. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. I'm on YouTube for some reason. At um at cozy crow, uh, you can find me all all over there with that username. Woo. Yeah, and make sure to follow the podcast. We are on Instagram at Hearth and Tome Pod. We're on Twitter at Hearth and Tome. We're on TikTok at Hearth.and.tome. Um, and you can follow us on all those places to get, you know, updates about when episodes are coming out, as well as some little behind the scenes bits and bobs. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of Hearth and Tome, and we will see you next month for another book club. Bye! Bye. Midnight Tale by Kevin MacLeod. 
through incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license.